This episode brought to you by the Ritz Hotel. Have you seen the well-to-do up on Lenox Avenue on that famous thoroughfare with their noses up in the air? High hats and narrow collars, white spats and $15 spending every dime for a wonderful time. Well, if you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go to where Harlem Flitz putting on the Ritz? Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hey, everybody, I'm Bryce Hansen. I'm a, uh, what am I, a PhD in spoop hadology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is off to a good start. And I'm Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare meow meows. So... If you're new to Horror Movie Talk, please consider subscribing to us and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, because that really helps us out and gets us seen in front of more people. Um, we want to call out our ongoing challenge yes. ending this month Yes, called the One Titty, Cha- One Titty Challenge uh, for our sponsor, Manscaped, um, to enter the One Titty Challenge. You got to take a picture of you and your well-groomed titty. With the Manscaped 3.0 in the frame of the, the shot. The Lawnmower 3.0. Lawnmower 3.0. Yeah. And uh, post that on social media with the hashtag OneTittyHMT. That's right. And uh, you'll enter to win a free Google Home Mini. And and all the stickers I can throw at you. So, another place to go if you want to get involved or see where we are on social media is go to our website at HorrorMovieTalk.com, and if you really want to get involved, go to our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group uh, slash HorrorMovieTalk, and that's where all the conversation is happening, and you'll see why we have just the very best community of any podcast I'm, out there. The amount the amount of, uh, of interaction that goes on on that group is just... Oh, yay, David! Yay! It's just through the roof, and it's all interesting stuff, like... And Angelica recently asked a question. I think it was, "What's your favorite quote from a hor- from a horror movie?" And there's like a hundred responses. I said anything from uh, from American Psycho. Right. Uh, I don't remember any quotes from American Psycho. Oh, you don't? You don't remember like any of them? Like, if you don't shut your fucking mouth, I will kill you. Uh. uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Ah! Um, okay, so if you want to leave us a voicemail, call six eight two two five three four four six eight, and uh, you might get heard on the show. We've got a great show today. We're going to be talking about the goopy, goopy, legendary '80s film Society. Is it legendary? I don't know. I hadn't really heard of it. It's on like all the like weirdest horror movie lists it's that's so interesting because it's such a normal movie for so much of the movie yeah when you talk about body horror it's like top 10 unbelievably top 10 yeah 
No, it's a – yeah. So we'll Good start time. out giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry – Five being an average film that hits all the expected marks, and ten being so good it transcends genre boundaries. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Then later on, we'll be listening to our voicemails with a bit we call horror movie whores. Um, okay, so again, we watched Society. It can be found on Amazon Prime or Tubi for free and for rent everywhere else. Tubby. Tubby. Here is the trailer. For Bill Whitney... I've never been paranoid. Fear plays a large part in family life. I feel like something's going to happen. And if I scratch the surface, there'll be something terrible underneath. He's afraid his sister... Could you zip me up, Billy? ...is not what she seems. God, Bill, what's the matter with you? He thinks his friends... Are out to get him. You make waves with me, you're gonna drown. People are what they are. Now you have to learn to accept that. He's about to find out the truth. <laughs> why, why are you guys doing this to me, huh? What, you've been living with these people all your life and you didn't know anything about this? It's far worse than he could ever imagine. <laughs> If you don't follow the rules, Billy, bad things happen. Didn't you know, Billy boy? The rich have all sucked off low-class scum like you. Uh-oh, Billy. Clarissa? It's so intense. Now, some people make the rules, and some people follow the rules. It's a question of what you're born to. You never were one of us. <laughs> You know, you really deserve what's going to happen to you. I, I don't think so. Wait. Can't you see they're setting you up for something? You know how I hate to give you drugs. You're officially dead. Don't go home, Billy. No, 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 no. Bill Whitney is about to become one. Showtime, Billy. With society. <laughs> Who are you? Let me give you a hand, Bill. <laughs> Beverly Hills, what you fear is only the beginning. Anything for society. <laughs> Anything for society. So society is about 17-year-old Bill Whitney, played by Billy Warlock, who is uh, who has a sneaking suspicion that something is strange about his upper-class family. Plagued by grotesque visions, he turns to his therapist for answers, but is reassured that he's just hallucinating. His suspicions don't go away, and a series of freak accidents follow him whenever he is getting close to answers. In the end, he gets more society than he bargained for. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Uh, Society is probably one of the most well-known body horror movies because of the last 30 minutes. If you want goopy 80s body horror, this is your movie. Mm -hmm. But be advised that you can probably skip the first hour. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's it's the first hour is really a setup to make you, uh, to lull you into a false sense of security for the last 25 minutes. Right. And then, holy moly, you're going to get mauled. Yeah, I mean, it's really... You know, it's it's uh, going for the slow burn. Um, but if you know what's going to come up in the end, you're kind of just waiting for it. You're like, all right, come on. 
get on with it, or at least give me a taste. Um, so this is a movie that feels like it could have been a short film because of that. And it really, I mean, honestly, you could have just taken the last 30 minutes and made that into a short film. How dare you? Why? Well, I, I don't know. No, 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 you're... You're right. But I mean, there's an element of something is wrong with everything. <laughs> Except the way I sing. See, that's actually true with you because you right. sing you sing beautifully. If you if you guys d- probably don't know this, this is a piece of trivia that is it goes that well, gets not lost. if they've listened to our Candyman episode. Oh yeah, okay. Bryce is a is a professionally trained, um, beautiful singer who with mm. with beautiful pipes. All right, moving on. So he hates to talk uh, about. Okay, it. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so really, there's nothing going on in the first hour other than a teenager feeling suspicious. Mm. Yeah. Um. So like the first act is him being like. Totally sus. And then the second act is almost getting answers, but then everyone that has answers gets killed. Yeah. And then third act is goop. Killed killed or like uh, or like um, invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, like disappeared. Yeah, disappeared. Overall, it's goofy and tasteless fun, but I wish there was more to it in that first you know, hour. There's not a lot. I mean, it's like, I wish they built some more story into it or yes. more stuff. Yes. Happening. It, it is primarily a concept that is a concept that's executed really well, which right. is like lull them in, g- get them into our trap, make them assume this is just a, another goofy eighties kind of like thriller with a bunch of kids. And then like really want to punch them with disgusting, uh, really horrific visuals. Yeah. And I guess if you go into it not knowing anything about the movie, you're probably going to have a different experience. It's probably going to be, you know, more engaging the first hour. But I knew what was coming up, and I've seen clips of the end mm. to where I'm like, okay, that's what this movie is about. Mm. And uh, so, like, kind of the slow burn and the the ambiguity of whether he's hallucinating or not is not there for people to know that knows know what's coming. I feel like probably could have done a better job of like setting up to where this could all be just in his head, you know? Yeah. I guess they do a pretty good job of that. Yeah. There's a lot of like looking back and nothing's there after he sees like a really nasty hallucination. Right. But there's some through lines that make it, undeniably something sus yeah you know like like the mom of the slutty girl you know yeah she's there and she has hair in her mouth or whatever right you know it's like huh well that's i mean this is this just confirms everything kind of like it's it's just um okay so i mean i still recommend it but not like super strongly i would definitely like 10 out of 10 recommend watching the last 25 minutes. Like, just skip to that. That's 10 just, out of 10 for you. Just for, just for the experience. Mm. For watching the whole film, I give it like a 6 out of 10. Wow! 
See, now, you divulged a little bit too much before we started recording and mentioned that you got well, real Well, yeah, tired. I mean, my, ex- <laughs> my experience was, okay, so I don't have the greatest track record of staying awake through some of these movies when I'm watching them at night. Um, I try to, you know, counteract that. So I was watching this on Thursday night, and, like, it's... I was tired, got through the first hour, and by then I was, like, pretty unengaged and, like, actually starting to fall asleep by the time the the fun happens. Uh-huh. And so it's, like, got this horrific and crazy, like, bonkers body horror happening. I'm like... <laughs> See, so, so I'm you- like, I, I realize, like, <laughs> I need to... This is the part that I actually have to pay attention to. Uh-oh. And so I just went to bed and then finished it the next day. Okay. So I I mean we have I don't want to 100% blame the movie for putting me to sleep, yeah, but it, it, is, it is a little to blame. We had we had inverse experiences watching this movie. Totally inverse. 100% very mm. uh, okay, so I started watching this movie yesterday morning uh before the kids woke up and um and so I got through I got through most of the intro like I, I got 55 minutes or so through um, through the story of the movie um, and uh, and then like uh, and then I got real high <laughs> and and that e- and yesterday evening I finished the movie while screaming. Hi. And uh, and I was like, what the fuck? This is so crazy. Like, it was so, it was, uh, now I know, I know. What are you going to say? Go ahead. Like, Wasn't on last episode that we recorded that you said you never get high when, never. when you watch these movies? I, it's, I don't do it. Never. Mm-mm. Even though you've mentioned several times that you get high. I didn't. I was movies. not going to. And then I did. <laughs> I... See, one of the side effects I've heard of marijuana is poor short-term memory. That's I. I was thinking about it. <laughs> I knew. I, mean, I, I knew could, what I was doing. All right, listeners. Look, I, but I won't anymore. You, you have an assignment. Go back through our past episodes for the last like six months. Find all the occurrences of David mentioning being high while watching the movie. Mm. It's going to be like a quarter of them. Okay, and now. Just, I feel like you're trying to shame me. I'm not shaming you. I appreciate it. I'm just saying you told a lie. I didn't tell a lie. I just Uh, changed. It's not a lie if you don't think you're lying. No. You forgot. No, I didn't tell a lie. Because of your copious marijuana use. I, no. (laughs) I don't appreciate, look, okay, look, at least, look, at least I didn't get tired, chronically tired, Mm. which is worse. Who's who's dumber? <laughs> so anyway, so you give this a six out of ten. Yeah, I'm never getting high again, ever. Uh huh. Never. Well, sure. For horror movie talk movies. In about twenty minutes, you're gonna forget that you said that. That's not. I don't forget. Mm. It's not like I forgot. I knew what I was doing. I just, I just didn't expect it to happen, and then it happened. Mm. <laughs> Okay. I don't appreciate your tone. I my tone is level. Mm, yeah, and that's the problem. I'm on the level because I don't do 
the pot. Um, okay, so yeah, you do. I gave you a bunch. There's tons in this house. The, if this if the ice came here, you'd be done. Ice? They're gonna <laughs> deport me. <laughs> You know, the DEA. Uh-huh. Um, what if ISIS comes here? <laughs> they hate. Actually, they would, yeah, they'd probably hate me. Yeah. Even though that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. No, they're pure into heroin. Afghanistan, Annie's. Okay. Anyways, okay, so, what's your score for? So you gave it a 6 out of 10. That seems, um, that seems pretty low. I mean, it seems like it's. Uh, it also, factoring into that is how much this has been hyped How tired to you've me. been. Mm-hmm. Like. It's been hype. Several people have like mentioned it. You know, whenever body horror comes up, they say you got to see this one. It's unparalleled. Seen it on a ton of lists, um, and like seeing clips from it, I had high expectations and high expectations. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just like I have high expectations for you smoking pot again while watching movies. Uh, you're so rude. <laughs> let me just let me just say you're looking particularly svelte today. I think. I think you're losing some weight. That's not happening, but I thank you for saying that. I think you are. No, I'm not. Yeah. No. Okay, well, I'm not. agree to disagree. Okay. Um, anyway, so you give it a 6 out of 10. I'm going to have to say, you know, this was... This was such it did such a good job of being a profoundly generic movie up until the craziness that it, it impressed me. Just Just that trick that it played uh like i knew it was gonna i knew i knew that it was gonna get crazy toward the end but i really didn't expect this level of craziness the so it's it's first of all it's incredibly sexual and raunchy but it's also insanely violent and then there's this weird element of of like turning a blind eye toward the violence like like there's not okay so there's there's a tremendous amount of violence at the end and no one seems to acknowledge it it's even the person that's that's having the violence perpetrated upon them the person who's being hurt is kind of like oh ow oh ow and so it makes yeah. it like this profound level of absurd that's just so over the top i've i, I may have never seen it before just because it's like Usually when you see this kind of violence done, like somebody's like, oh my God, Jesus Christ, no! Yeah. But the guy's it's like, almost done like ow. matter of fact. Oh, ow. Yeah. Ow, ow. And it's like, what? it was just such a weird experience. It's more like, <laughs> like if you're seeing someone get ripped apart in a zombie movie, that's like, it sells it. It mm-hmm. sells the horror of like, you know, the body horror being ripped apart. Yeah. Like, what's that movie? Is it a... Brain dead? I can't remember. What's the one where the guy gets like just pulled in half by the zombies? It's like a really great effect. I can't I can't, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> one um, of the ten billion horror movies. Right. But this one, it's more like, what are you doing, step bro? <laughs> While they're like putting yeah. arms through you. Yeah. And you're like, uh, you know, I, this is really inconvenient for the rest of my day. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's fucking weird. I don't know. I felt. I'm, I don't. I can't. I can't. I don't think I'm too far away from you, though. I think I'm still a seven. It's just there's a couple asterisks in there that's like it's so absurd, it's weird. Um. So anyway, I, yeah, I'd say probably a seven. Okay, seven. So we're not that far off. No. Oh, see, I love how like 
the ones where we're actually really close, we talk about like, wow, you gave it a six. You're so stupid. Whoa, so crazy. That's, that's like, oh, I mean, that's harsh, man. Harsh, harsh man. I give it a seven. <laughs> Where if it's like I give it a 10 and you give it like a four, it's like, yeah, we just had different opinions on that one. Yeah. 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 So, um, moving on. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to come up with a, a clever transition, but I don't have one. If you want to support the show, we have a sponsor, one of a couple this one is Night Channels. And if you want to show off pieces of flair of your horror obsession, go to nightchannels.com and they have some of the most niche horror shirts that you can find anywhere. Um, not just horror, occult, metal, music, um, just pop gener- culture. generally speaking, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of music, tons and tons of music. I don't, I don't see any society shirts, which is kind of surprising. This would be the kind of place where you would find a shirt for society. Yeah. Um, but it has a lot of like lesser known cult horror hits, like Slumber Party Massacre. It's got Santa Sangre, Sangre, Sangre. I think I'm sure that's how you say it. Tales from the Crypt, Necromantic. Oh, I yeah. mean, lots of just obscure horror shirts and hoodies critters too i mean you you gotta i mean honestly do yourself a favor go to nightchannels.com and just browse yeah you will find at least like three shirts that you want to buy yeah and hmt at checkout gets you 13 percent off um yeah the but but it's not just it's not just that there's a critters 2 shirt it's that there's there's some sort of there's a bunch of like I can't tell exactly what it is. Maybe Japanese characters above it. That's like so. It's not. It's not just like Critters Two. Here's the Critters Ball. It's like Critters Two with the Critters Ball, and then like this like cool aesthetic of like got this from Korea or something like that. It's like okay, that's kind of fucking unique. So if you want to show your fandom of obscure Sean Connery films, go get a Zardoz hoodie at <laughs> nightchannels.com. Use code HMT at checkout to receive 13, 13, 13% off your order and uh, we'll love you for it. Other sponsors include <laughs> Manscaped. You know what? You're killing it with these transitions. I know. The transitions are, are great. Uh <laughs> St. Patty's Day is for pubs, not pubes. Manscaped is the global leader for below-the-waist grooming, and they sponsor this show to ensure you have the best tools for your ball-trimming experience. If you plan on getting lucky this St. Patty's, use code HMT at checkout to get 20% off and free shipping. Dude, that's the craziest deal. 20% off and free shipping? It's nuts. Yeah. Um, I mean, we use Manscaped. It's pretty, pretty great. And it does, you know, it, uh, cleans things up for the bedroom. Listen, they have a, they have a scent, you know, like a, uh, a cologne that's, that's this super manly scent. And I'm not going to lie. If you're not going to take a shower, <laughs> this is going to make it seem as though you did. So yeah, Man- I mean, Manscaped, they know men. So, I mean, they sell, yeah, they sell the clone, but they also sell the, uh, the crop reviver, which yeah. is 
just basically cologne for your balls. Yeah. So, I mean, really, that's the smelliest part, you know, for me. Like, I'll I'll be in my office, and if I haven't, I mean, it's COVID time. So, I mean, let's be honest. How, how often do you actually shower oh. nowadays? I mean, after the third day, like, my office just smells like balls. After the third day. But if <laughs> we're on day 400. But if <laughs> you if, know what it smells like in here, great, because you've got the crop revival. I know. I just give it a few spritzes, and all of a sudden, my office smells like, you know, men. Yeah, men. Men scent. Man scent. Good man scent. And uh, yeah, if my wife walks in, she just can't resist. She yeah. just get all, she gets all up on just because my balls smell good. Uh-huh. So go to manscaped.com. Use code HMT at checkout to get 20% off and free shipping. You guys should also, if you'd like to support the show in a more direct manner, um, you can, of course, head on over to our Patreon Patreon at patreon.com slash horror movie talk. And, you know, we're consi- we're going to have a meeting here coming up shortly, Bryce and I, are to add some more tiers to the Patreon uh, so that more people can get a more uh, unique experience for what they whatever they desire. And, um, and so... <laughs> You guys should head over there and, you know, you can you get access to a whole nother podcast called The Afterpod that we've been recording for about a year and a half now. And also you can like vote on the on one movie a month for us to review. You can get early access to episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got a bunch of episodes in the vault that haven't been released yet. So you could listen to our review of Paranormal Activity 3 or you could listen to our review of, uh, I don't know, uh, Butt Boy. So, yeah, I mean, we know what. The diehard fans of HMT want is more content. And if that's what you crave, if you've been mainlining the, you know, the last two and a half years worth of episodes and you've finished, go to our Patreon to get access to um, just the early release stuff and like the Afterpod because it's a whole nother podcast. Mm -hmm. So, um also, you can uh, you can head over to our website, horrormovietalk.com slash shop, and then you can buy a shirt. Or with our fucking awesome logo on it, designed mm-hmm. by Dustin Goble, or stickers designed by Dustin Goble, and and any purchase of those stickers, a uh, percentage of it goes to Dustin to help support him. And you know, you could just toss Dustin some support, just generally speaking, by heading over to his Instagram at dgobel00 on Insta. That's at d g o e b e l zero zero on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, he does all of the post artwork all the featured artwork for every episode and he knocks it out of the ballpark. Um, but also check out his Instagram just to see what his other stuff he's doing is. Yeah. All this, all Dustin stuff is pretty thick. It's pretty thick. Um, again, if you want to leave us a voicemail, call 682-253-4468. Later in the show, you'll hear voicemails from others. And that could be you. Could be you. Could be you. And it's the origin of, Great bits like, uh, you know, rap battles. Oh, dude. <laughs> I can, listener feuds. I can't believe. And now, oh, man, Glittercore sent us a uh, sent us a diss track against Rojo. I know. It's just, it's starting to get out of hand. It is. I'm, I'm very appreciative of anybody who's able to create something that we can put on the show. Listen, if you're talented and you, can, and you got stuff to put on the show, just send it to us, yeah. baby. Yeah. Okay, with that, we'll get into spoilers. Thanks again for listening, and here we go.
Spoilers. Can U bleed while U are purgert? Your notes for this movie are intense. <laughs> it's like nothing. I had nothing to write down. There's maybe like, ten. I, there's eight. No, eight yeah, notes. There, there's nothing. Yeah, I mean, the more and more I I do this, this is a very simple movie to be honest. Yeah, I mean, number one, I realize that I do better if I just and I enjoy it more if yeah. I just sit and watch it and then take notes afterwards. But then sometimes there's just kind of a simple movie and there's not much to I mean, you can describe it. I'm not going to lie to you. You're you're 100% right. In yeah. this especially with this movie. This yeah. movie is so plain mm-hmm. uh, that it's hard to it's there's there's just not a tremendous amount of twist and turn twists and turns to keep track of. It's simple. Yeah. And that's I mean it's great because I like the, I like it because it's simple. Right. It doesn't try to to be a bunch of shit that it can't pull off. It just does the thing that it can pull off. So let's briefly like kind of spoil the movie in the and the plot, and then we'll kind of talk about some of the themes and some of the scenes that stick out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, Billy, it starts out, like, really quickly that he's starting to see things, like weird, like, worms and stuff and fruit that he's eating, which is kind of, an, like, random. It doesn't a- apply to anything, <laughs> you know? It doesn't right. actually matter, but, you know, um, it's really just to build up uneasiness for the audience. Yeah. And ewiness. Just the you factor. And the more he, like, digs into it, the more he feels, like, out of place in his family. And they're just kind of off-putting in their, you know, snootiness. Yeah. And, like, distance Mm -hmm. from him. Man, my back hurts. So he just feels different. And, um, And he starts, like, getting hints that something's actually wrong. You doing okay? No. Oh, man, I'm sorry. My back hurts, buddy. Okay, go ahead. So has it gone to, from, like, better to worse? Like, because uh, last week it was... Yeah, it's... So it was mostly good. It's just... It just comes in waves. The man. back just hurts. The back's the worst to get hurt. Yeah. Um, And then, so, like, one of the important characters is his sister's boyfriend, which has kind of been shunned and, like, dumped by his sister. Oh, yeah. And he's like found peeping her in the in her closet. That's right. Yes. Very creepily, and we find out that he's been spying on them. And eventually, we learn that he's discovered there's like real weirdness going on. Yeah. Or so the, he says. Or so he says. He has a recording of them talking about basically having an orgy. Right. That's with, what it with sounds the, like. With themselves. Yeah. Like mom and dad are like. Hey, baby, you look good today. Hey, let's have sexual intercourse. Yeah. And then they do in the super widest way you can. <laughs> like as part of like a whole community of like other people who can like have sex. With. I don't yeah. know. It's very strange. Yeah. Very, very waspy families yeah. like country club yes. types. And uh, they're talking with like just v- with ease and. Uh, you know, just like it's nothing. Yeah. That it's like, okay, this is what's going to happen at your coming out party, which you're coming out to society, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. It's like an old school, like, 
Southern Belle kind of thing, like which is basically officially saying, "Hey, but set in Malibu for some reason." I'm <laughs> down to fuck now because I'm old enough. So I mean, they say, "Okay, you're gonna come out and in, you're gonna introduce, and then you're gonna fuck this guy, and then you're gonna fuck me, and you're gonna fuck your uncle, and lots of fucking and sucking." Ew, <laughs> ew, ew, David. And I can't remember in the recording if they mentioned their like eat someone. But there's something like really weird, and he takes the recording to his therapist and is like, finally, I have the proof that yeah. I've been seeking all my life. Right. And the therapist says, oh, there's nothing there. And he very obviously like well, doctored so, the tape. So, so the, yeah, so the way that works is he takes he, is he comes to his therapist late in the evening, and his therapist is like, I got, I, got, I got no time to talk to you. Hey. <laughs> You know, it's 6.30 in the evening. We can't talk right now. My name is Luigi. Uh, that's not remotely what the therapist uh-huh, is like, uh-huh. but it's the way I imagine him uh-huh. um, now. Uh, and so so he gives him the tape. He's like, just fucking listen to this tape. And he comes back the next day, and he's like, pretty fucking wild tape. And he plays the tape back to him, and it's just replaced with a bu- – it's just obviously been doctored. Right. Because um, he knows what he heard, and so do you. You're the audience. So we have a re- very reliable narrator, but a bunch of unreliable characters. Right. Um, and, you know, when he goes to get, like, another copy of the tape, the boyfriend gets in a horrific car accident. And then later he gets, like, uh, told by some other guy that's kind of been a rival that he's got the secret and meet him at the secret place. And then when he gets to the secret place, the guy is dead there's a lot of this there's there's like this it's so it's a so it's a very it sets it up to be like a a crime mystery kind of it's like oh what deep dark shenanigans are going on (laughs) and then it's like the deepest darkest shenanigans you can possibly imagine uh that'd be a great name of a film noir movie deep dark shenanigans yeah. <laughs> that's that is true do you know i'm so like you wouldn't know it because i still do it so much but there was a review of a very poor review of us on itunes or apple podcast or whatever it is oh recently no it was months ago okay it's just it just res just because of the way i am every bad word just resonant just echoes in my head uh-huh. for eternity uh-huh. and so somebody said the hosts just high pitched cackle all the time. They just <laughs> high pitched cackling laugh. And so now I just every You try t- to lower it every time. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> no, I don't try and it's just I think my laugh is so horrible now that I hate to do it. I see I, I just would, laugh I would, and then I go, Oh, that was bad. I would assume it's my laugh. I feel like I have a higher pitch cackle than you. I don't know. It's hard to say. We'll have to have a cackle off. Um, Usually the negative reviews are kinder to you. (laughs) I feel like. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of host neutral. They don't really mention. Well, there's been a couple that it's like. Bryce is pretty cool. <laughs> one one thing one thing that that is de- a definite through line that I've noticed that we need to work on is first of all being male. That's bad. So according to a lot of these reviews, that's not good. And then the other thing that I think we both need to work on is is being white. Right. Because it just seems to be a mark against us repeatedly. I mean, they don't out and out say it, but mm. you know. 
they just don't respect our opinions. Oh, though. they do. They do say it. You know, they they say it. Yeah. 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 I guess they do. Yeah. It's. I feel bad about it, and I'd like to change it. And I guess now I can. You know. <laughs> I'm. I mean, if it's your truth. Well. Then you I just can. want to make sure that I'm not offending people with my male whiteness. Mostly. Yeah. Well. I don't know. This took a weird turn, but you know. I guess it kind of falls in place with society. Right. The movie, because it's all kind of about accepting yourself and being accepted by others. Uh huh. And you can kind of morph into what people will, <laughs> will want you to be. Right. In a kind of weird, perverted way. So finally <laughs> he ends up like going to, in the, in the meantime, there's kind of a girl that really wants to fuck him that he fucks. Like, that's notable. <laughs> and then, and she's kind of part of the high society kind of others. And he's, like, always, like, in between these worlds of being basically a normal dude and yeah. in this super waspy family. Right. And, uh... I, I gotta find a pen. Do you have a pen over there? Because I have to write this down for once we get to this part, and I just don't want to forget it. Um, and then in the end, he walks into this party or is like kidnapped in this part. How, how does it, how does he come across it? Does he just walk into it? No, they wait. The, the yeah. first one. No, they, they, they noose him around the neck with like a, with like a, yeah, I think he, oh, I can't remember. He like comes in you and you were tired and I was hot. They're sitting around the table and they're like, oh, I know what you're doing. And they're like, ah, oh, okay. Noose. So, yeah. Something like that. So, oh, yeah. So he gets tired. He get, Okay. So what happens is he gets taken to the hospital and uh, and and then at, on the on the back end of that, once he gets released, he's like, fuck it. Just fuck it. Just whatever. I'm just going to go balls to the wall. I'm just going to I'm just going to call it like I see it constantly. Yeah. And so he does. He's like, you know what? I'm fine. Everything's great. So is everyone else. Now, and I'm going to call you out and I'm going to call you out. And guess what? I don't give a shit what happens. And now I'm going to stab my parents. And so he like sneaks into his house real quietly with a knife. And he's like, I'm going to get him. And then as it turns out, they're ready for him. The the trap has been already set for him. He thinks he's trapping his parents, but really all of society is trapping him. Right. Society being this weird society. Yeah. <laughs> mm. This is a troublesome title. So anyways, he he finally is like, it's revealed what's going on, which is there's a secret, like, cult. sex cult, like, different evolution of humans based on um uh social standing social standing and riches and riches upper class yeah these people are upper these are the one percent i mean this if this movie was made today it would literally be called the one percent or QAnon conspiracy the movie or QAnon conspiracy (laughs) the movie i mean so he he walks in this party and all these high society types are there and then they start this ritual called the shunting is that right shunting yeah he can really shunt yeah and uh they bring out the girl his sister's boyfriend which turns out is still alive yeah and then and they're like check out what's gonna happen to your sister's boyfriend because you're next 
And then proceeds like the most bizarre and explicit and like over the top body horror that I've ever seen. Yeah, maybe. It's like if you saw like 20 of the things from the thing fucking. Yeah, it would look kind of like this movie. You know what it is? That's an that's a really accurate portrayal. If it. If everybody was the thing and they didn't want to just assimilate, they wanted to fuck assimilate. Yeah. They wanted to fuck simulate. Fuck simulate. Right. I mean, I guess I'm a pretty sick guy. Used to send fuck similes on the fucks machine. <laughs> what? Yeah. In what the ta- 80s. What are you talking about? Oh, oh the facts. What about the past? Our past. We never really shared one. So it shows like this group of waspy people like penetrating the boyfriend with their fingers with their fingers and fa- like melding. OK, with when him. we say when we say penetrating with their fingers, that sounds very you're like the you, the listener who's never seen society is like, well, how else would you penetrate? I suppose with your penis. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're pushing their fingers into his face and tum tum. Yeah. Like just. Like, just push your Some, fingers in Somehow, tummy. by their presence, they turn his entire physiology into... Goop. Jello, sl- like, slash pudding. Like, if you were to mix, like, gelatin and pudding and have it be kind of... It's a very interesting amount of practical effect. Yeah. Like, I've never seen that practical effect necessarily. Yeah. Specifically. And what was this, 87? Yeah. So, I mean, it ends like crazy and he just sees the most bizarre, like, weird everybody orgy. Like, yeah, everybody's faces, like, they all, like, start sucking on this guy, uh-huh. sucking and fucking him. And uh, and their faces, like, turn into these, like, long, like, they're, like, they all, all their bodies start to, like, meld into, like, this one body. One body. And it's assumed that pleasure is being had by the people doing the... Yeah, it, to the point where eventually it just looks like a huge tangle, what, tangled web of, of um, like, oily, goopy, slippery labias. What do you want me to do? What is it that you want? If you really want to do something for me, then stop making this scene right now. Oh, God! Stop making this scene. This lasts a half hour (laughs) of just the most uncomfortable body horror. Yeah. And and at some point it it becomes so silly that you just kind of go, oh, this is silly now. Yeah, it never takes it super seriously. Like it's... Yeah, the guy's not in terrific pain. He's just like, why? Please stop. (laughs) But he's like, no. And this is part of my problem with they're the, eating him, and then they're gonna eat me. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, this is part of my problem with the end. Is it's not paid the appropriate amount of respect. You got to put some respect on it. You know. Yeah. Got to put some respect on my society. This young man witnesses every. Okay. This young man witnesses everyone he's ever known <laughs> fucking sucking and melding their bodies into his gir- his his sister's boyfriend and he's like, he's like hey that's not normal he's like 
you guys, what the heck are you doing? Stop it. Hey, hey, you, uh, man from my childhood, get your penis out of the foot of my sister. And uh, and it's just weird because he's not like, ah, what's happening? Oh, no, this is horrible. No, instead it's like, you guys, you crazy society. Uh, society. <laughs> but, but, but there's all these like weird allusions to like, uh, we're the rich. We eat the poor. Right. And this is what I wrote down. They're like, you're not one of us. Yes, those are your parents, but you're not one of us. And I'm like, but why, though? What makes him any different? I think it's alluded to that he's adopted. Like, <laughs> they they tried. I mean, he has suspicions. And then I think it's why adopt they, him. Why? Well, because they're grooming him like that. They made it a point of like saying this one is groomed f- from birth by one of us to, to be the to, perfect to lead up to this point. Yeah. What? So you're going to support this kid and feed him a bunch of high class food and take him to all your schools and he's going to use up all your tax dollars for like 20 fucking years. Well, yeah. It's and like then it, you're going to eat him. Just eat him when you adopt him. It's like when you have a family pet chicken, like <laughs> you treat him, you know, you name him and you're like love on him. But eventually you're going to slaughter him and eat him. Right. No, I mean, I guess it's just backwards. It's like, that's not, that doesn't happen. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, uh, showing the point that they're heartless and they don't actually care about this guy at all because he's not one of them. Um, Google gobble. So, I mean, that's basically the plot of the movie. That's what happens. And so the more interesting thing about this movie is kind of the the uh, commentary. It's a little yeah. on the nose. But it is kind of interesting, like, how evocative it is and how how these same kind of themes of paranoia about rich people, like, exist always. Mm-hmm. Like, I mentioned the QAnon conspiracy. Yeah. It's basically this. Like, it's, no, they're elitists that you don't know what they do. Behind, behind the scenes doors. in pizza parlors in pizza parlors they're eating babies yeah like don't you realize they're just eating babies that did have you ever ha, have you ever seen uh the lost Ve- uh a fair and loathing in las vegas they take the adrenaline chrome out of your adre- they make you scared because then it tastes better and it's a drug and then it's the most addictive drug, and you must continue feeding upon people's adrenaline yeah. glands. And they're all, you know, they're all having sex orgies, and, like, they're all pedophiles. I'm starting to get creeped out right now. I'm, I'm... Like, and what's weird is that you find out some of the stuff is kind of true. Mm. Like, when you talk about Jeffrey Epstein, like, there's definitely some kind of secret... You like, mean the man that committed suicide in jail? <laughs> yeah, that guy. Mm. Um, some kind of like secret society slash like societal level that can get away with anything, mm-hmm. including just having giant sex dungeon mansions in the Caribbean. Yeah, wasn't there a cult that's still kind of... Oh, yeah, like Nexium. Yeah. Hmm. Wow, this is weirdly... I don't know how to feel. Are you telling me I should? I I feel like 
I feel like you're trying to tell me that I should believe in this stuff. Because, I mean... I mean, the, the there's latent... an aspect of a lot of real shit that you're talking about that has actually happened. Right. Oh, so, man. I mean, it's it is a latent fear, but in some certain sense, it's valid, but you will never actually have it validated fully. Mm. Like even the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, it's like. There's still a lot of assumption of what was actually happening. Right. And how much is provable. Yeah. Like they've got like, you know like Bill Clinton and, you know, tons of different people going to Epstein's Island, but there's still like plausible deniability of like, no, he was just like a donor. Like, it's not like everything was the like pedophile sex Island adventure. It was like, sometimes we're just talking about art. (laughs) Sometimes Jeffrey Epstein is just Jeffrey Epstein. That's all it is. And, how do you how do you know? Because all it takes is someone saying like, "Well, I didn't know." And like, <laughs> Just have to kill a lot of people. <laughs> there's that, and then there's just like, I mean, you look at history, and there's definitely you know always been high class upper upper crust people mm. that preyed on poor people. Ugh. Yeah, I mean. I'm getting a little scared right now. I mean, literally, like, slavery is that. It is. Where it's like, not just like, oh, we're using them as chattel because we can. It's also like, oh, yeah, and also we'll fuck them and do whatever we want. Fuck them and suck them. Which even then would be like, well, that's not good. Mm -mm. But you don't, you didn't find out about it back then. Right. There might have been rumors. But not until now when you get, like, DNA tests and, like, a third of all African-Americans are related to Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> you know? Wow. It's like, oh, okay. That's Something a- was happening there. Is that true? Is that a real stat? That's not a real stat. But, I mean, there's a significant number of people that are related to Thomas Jefferson. Well, did you know about Genghis Khan? Have you heard about this guy? He's c- he fucked everyone. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's because he was high society. <laughs> uh, Man, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's like, it preys on the latent fears of, of like, privilege. And it's yeah. kind of interesting. I can't think of any other movie that really does that. Yeah. Uses I, that as the theme of a horror movie. Right. Yeah, it's it is kind of interesting. And then the other interesting aspect of it is like not a lot of these actors worked again. Hmm. Coincidence? <laughs> like I mean, hmm. Were they did they say too much and now they're being uh, What's right? What's um, happening, Bryce? <laughs> I, one of the most important notes that I wrote in this when I was watching the end again last night can you imagine what it would be like to film that scene like just the practicality of it like those actors that were in the shunting scene like they're half of them are like naked and just covered in Vaseline or some kind of goopy like yeah it's hot weird substance yeah like they're just covered in KY jelly or there's something. There's a lot of there's a lot of folds, and I just see a fold, and I'm like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Any port in a storm. Hey, can you down a 20-foot water slide pegnat? But can you imagine having like an eight-hour day where you're just naked and covered in goo? Yeah, it's called porn. (laughs) But even then, you're not like completely covered in like... Mm, If you're in the kind of porn I'm into, (laughs) you are. Oh, yeah. So... I just thought of, like, man, if you're a professional actor and, like, this is your big break, it might not have been, like... Mom, Dad, I've got great news. I mean a movie. It's called Society. It's going to be huge, I tell you. Huge. We're blowing the lid off of the rich people. And we're going to have sexual intercourse, but it's going to be real classy. Yeah, I... I mean, you say that none of these actors really worked again. I, I haven't confirmed that, but I wonder if it's not that they couldn't get a job if they just l- looked at this experience and be like, mm, yeah, that's good enough for me. <laughs> I'm not a- actually interested in being an actor anymore. One and then done because... Ew, no, David. No. no I'm still that. trying to get like prospet- prosthetic eyes out of my ass now. <laughs> it's yeah. like sand. Like when you go to the beach, like a week later, you still find sand in your in your underwear. So to be fair, we're not doing a decent enough service of describing what we saw. There's, yeah, I mean that's kind of difficult describing what, what uh, it is. Imagine it's... a, imagine, a, imagine an orgy. That's the most like touchy feely orgy you can imagine, and there's maybe thirty people involved. Now. Anywhere where skin is touching skin, instead of have it be like a delineator between your hand and their butt, your hand is inside their butt somewhere, you know? Well, I mean, that's not out of the norm necessarily. No. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Anywhere it's touching skin, it's melded with it. It's melded with it. Yes. So, and there are huge swaths of flabby skin that are just maybe a couple of eyes are blinking and that's yeah, it yeah and there's like it just looks like giant f- floppy curtains of labia or scrotum and it's just like all combined and it's with pre- eyes and arms yes and it's presented to you in the aesthetic of pizza the hut yeah from <laughs> from space balls from space balls it's very sloppy and wet and, and they're all like having a great time and everyone's having a good time they're except all... for the the shunty <laughs> he's yeah. like no please Please no. Yeah, what what is that bid great if like he was like, oh, this actually feels pretty good. He's like, wow, guys, thank you. This is no one's ever touched me in my in my taint before. Yeah. So I mean, get in that scrum to the like super extreme. So I think okay, let's describe the the body horror that stands out. So number one, early on, there's a scene where he sees his sister in the shower, which is really. <laughs> Awkward. Oh, this is, yeah, this is great. Where like he's looking at her through like the haze of the shower. You know door. how shower doors are, and, all opaque. And uh, her butt is on her front. It's clear that she's facing away from the camera. It's she's looking at the shower head, and that is that is. The, so you see her butt. Yeah, but also her boobs are on but her back. Also her tits. Yeah, are firmly placed on her back. And then he opens the shower door because, well, I mean, why wouldn't you? And uh, and it turns out she's fine. But, like, there's this... Like, except... Is, except Ew, she, no, David. She's like, get out of here. What are you doing? Um, and then... Um, 
I don't think there's any like super extreme stuff until like the actual the end. Yeah. But then the probably the most memorable scene other than just like the giant orgy is that he goes upstairs and sees his family, so his sister, mother and father. And <laughs> just I'll try to describe what it is. So his mother's sitting on the bed and then gets up and her legs are hairy male arms. Hands. And she's kind of like smaller in stature. Yeah. And uh, then he, she walks over to him, you know, on her feet hands. On arm legs. And then opens up her skirt, and then underneath is the head of the sister. Yeah. Hey, bro. She's like, hey, you want to have a good time? Just go ahead and shunt with us. And then his dad's like, I always was a butthead. Yeah. <laughs> Just like. Very accurate. His, his head is actually melded with an asshole. Yeah. That's where his faces yeah yeah so lots of weird shit going on and, and then like the the scene where it starts where they attacking the sister's boyfriend the most extreme part is i think it's the mayor mm. someone yeah. takes his arm like reaches it through his butthole until it comes out his mouth and then he like kind of crumples his face yeah this is how you kill the man yeah it's is you force your is you fist him into his head and they're all just all of this is happening and they're having a great old time it's not even menace they're like yeah this is good fun it's just like right pretty good stuff uh it's crazy it is crazy you gotta you gotta see it to believe it um but yeah that's i feel like we've done society a good a good service yeah with this like um uh, Again, just go. It's on Amazon for free right now. It's on Amazon for free if, you got, if you're a Prime member. I should if say. you got a spare 25 minutes, just watch the last 25 minutes. Um, if you want to sit through the whole thing, I don't. I wouldn't blame you. Get the full experience, but honestly, like, uh, I'll say this: if you want to sincerely fuck up a child, <laughs> you show them this, the end of this movie, and they will. They'll never be the same. Never, ever. They'll never be the same. They'll always be broken in a very, <laughs> like, in a very important way. You you will have crushed them in some way. See, I never put it across our fans because I've heard so many people, like, talk about, like, oh, yeah, I saw, I saw Hellraiser when I was two. It's unbelievable the shit <laughs> that people admit to us. Yeah. You would not believe us. Keep going. My dad was really into horror, so he showed me The Exorcist. It's like, my first horror movie when I was four. And held my eyes open in the scary parts. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? What kind of weird clockwork orange shit is happening in people's houses that they're doing this? My kids watch Frozen, and they run out of the room when it gets a little, like, emotionally heightened. Yeah. <laughs> a snowball fight. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> They might get cold. So, yeah. Anyways, it's an interesting movie. The most interesting part is kind of the meta commentary and, like, realizing how timely this still is. Like, this is still a latent fear. Handsome young man as well. Um, a real... No. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the lead actor, it's, it's surprising to me that he wasn't the lead in more memorable 80s movies because he's, you know, he's got Michael J. Fox esque kind sure. of handsomeness young uh supple 
Okay. Very shuntable. So who would like this movie? Um, four-year-olds? Anyone um, <laughs> Anyone that loves body horror. Might be a little too mature for three-year-olds. If you, if you haven't seen this movie and you're into, like, Cronenberg or The Thing. Yeah. Any old 80s, like, oh, yeah. body horror stuff, like, you gotta... You got to see this one. Yeah. Agree. Um, so, yeah. Let's move on to horror movie whores. Whores. So, horror movie whores is a segment where we play our voicemail from listeners like you and respond or just appreciate. So, first off, it might take me a second to pull this up. Um we have a response from Glittercore. So, we, we, so wait, give us, wait, wait, give us wait. the wait, 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 wait. You go ahead. You go ahead and pull up what you got to pull up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some backstory here. If you, if you're just joining us, uh, then you wouldn't know that last week. Um, well, we've got a feud going on. Suffice it to say, we've got uh, so Max Allen, uh, Maxwell uh, Allen on Instagram has been so kind to us. He, and he's a talented young man who's able to create music. And he actually made the intro music, uh, for the podcast you're listening to. And he, and if, you know, you go back and listen to our after shows on the haunting of Bly Manor or the haunting of Hill house, which we've done uh, a couple months ago, then, then he did the intro music for that as well. So, um, you know, friend of the show, we love Max, and he called in about a month ago with a hot take on our Jaws episode, uh, saying that, you know, Godzilla was a more compelling monster movie, in his opinion, or at least uh, monster than Jaws. Uh, controversial opinion that was picked up on by our uh, one of our common callers, Rojo from the Bronx. He's a young Irishman, I assume. I don't know his. I don't know his uh, ethnicity, and I don't know that it matters ter- too terribly much. I'm just guessing because of his accent. Uh, it could just be a Bronx accent. I don't know. So he called in and he was like, "Fuck Max and this fucking hot take he took." Uh, and he didn't call him Max though. He called him Mike or Matt or something. Max hated that, wrote a diss track. We played it on our last episode. Rojo responded with a response diss track in in that same episode. So our last episode, whatever it was, um, we you got to hear this uh-huh. this diss track sound off between Max and Rojo. And in, in Rojo's response to Max, he was like, also, not just fuck Max, but fuck Glittercore for taking my award. Glittercore is known on this show... Because she called in and in one of her voicemails said, I mean, I have big tits and a tiny vagina. And she won uh, like a caller of the year award and Rojo didn't like that. So he said, fuck her. Well, she called up this week and and left a message for Rojo. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what it says, but I think Bryce has it. Yeah, here we here we go. This is a response from Glittercore. I have a lot on my mind and need time to refine my rhymes. But until then, Rojo. One, two, glitter course coming for you. Three, four, I'm a better whore. Five, six, show me your three inch clit. Oh, burn. Rojo, you got a fucking three inch clit. What's up? Anthematic. I mean,. Freddy, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, themed. 
Yeah, what well, track? I love I love that we got some fucking drama going on on the show finally. Yeah. And you know, you know who's been silent so far really? I mean, he's called in, but he hasn't he hasn't responded in uh with it with any diss tracks is our boy Bugsy who is who has done our uh, our intro if you if you've ever listened to our or not our intro our outro um, he does this song looking for a podcast well you found it horror movie talk and that's Bugsy I haven't heard anything I haven't heard Bugsy weighing in on any of this but Glittercore uh, what's it called clap back against uh-huh. Roho. I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm interested to see where this goes. What do you have to say about the uh, the drama on the show? I mean, yeah, I, I welcome all of it. I encourage it. Mm-hmm. And I would like to... I mean, we could just have an entire show of, of just diss tracks. It would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're able to create uh, content for the show, do it. You we'll get on we'll give you credit get you on the air, like uh, so. I, I think I think it's only appropriate that Rojo has to respond to uh, to Glittercore, or you know he could just be a bitch. <laughs> you know he could just be a bitch and bitch out. Okay, so here are some other voicemails that we've received. Okay. There's a lot of people just like calling and hanging up. Okay, this one's from Glittercore. Um, we probably received this before the diss track. Hello, gentlemen. This is Glittercore. Um, I was wondering if you would be willing to participate in a brief survey for me. Uh, the survey is Can a woman call herself a squirter if a dude cream pies in her? And as the thick ropey cum is dripping out of her pussy down towards her butthole, at that moment she farts, which causes the cum to spray all over the bed. Asking for a friend. Love you. Bye. Wow. I uh, Glittercore bringing the heat is. I don't. This is a horror movie podcast, by the way. If anyone just keeping track. Ew. We should probably just do a sex podcast. Oh man. Just like a separate sex podcast. I, I'm very interested now. Suddenly this I mean, came is coming out of nowhere. Bryce never commits every, to more work. Everyone would just love to hear about our sex lives. And we're experts, right? Uh, <laughs> everyone's calling in for our expertise. Okay, so the question is can a woman be called a squirter if she gets cream pied in and then the cum drips down out of her vagina toward her gooch and then across her asshole? And as it's crossing the threshold of her asshole, there's not enough uh, tension, liquid surface tension uh, to maintain a tenac- a tenacity <laughs> with the asshole as she farts and it throws the cum back onto the man. The male. All over the bed, she says. I'd say that's a technicality. Uh, that's not a squirt. Mm. That's simply you're a victim of circumstances. Yeah. Or a very happy man. But I'm sure that is a fetish, and you could probably make a lot of money if you filmed it and posted yeah. it on the internet. Yeah. 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 That's, um, huh. yeah. Uh, oh, 
what was I going to say? Does that ever happen to you? Um, no. Okay. It has, it has not, mm. but I wouldn't say it's never going to happen. It's very apropos that this is on this society show. <laughs> it's, a uh, it's a good, I mean, it's topical. Um, the other thing, like, I don't know if I want to like throw any shade, but like, I mean, she says her, she's got a tight vagina. Like I would have thought it would just snap shut. Well, one after of the, the fact, one, I mean, well, no, one even, of, if, no. even if it was like no, 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 no. cream pie, that'd no, be just like, you, this, this demonstrates your fundamental, like shut up like a, like a Star Trek door. No, this, no, this, this demonstrates. So your, there'd be nothing that would drip out. The fundamental misunderstanding. This is you being ignorant. Oh, okay. Um, Teach me. Yeah. Well, if you got a real tight vagina, you have control over it. You you have you that means that means you're doing a lot of kegels, something that I do a tremendous amount of, mainly to just maintain a partial chub all uh-huh. day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're doing a lot of kegels, then you know you can perform. You know you can push all that out of you. It's like another form of birth control. You can be like, I reject this cum in particular, and you can push it out of you. So if you know if your guy's into kinks or anything like that, um, I mean this is my assumption. I just. I'm just an advocate for women, really. So, okay. Next, no, next call. Hey, uh, this is uh, this is Ralphie from Brooklyn here in New York City. I called on the first uh, horror movie talk horror uh, uh, thing that I did uh, a long time ago, many many months ago, and I was listening to this uh, past episode with the. Uh, the distraction, I just gotta say that that Mark Allen guy, he's just a, he's just a real piece of shit. That guy over there in uh, Iowa, I think it was, or oh, I don't know, he's not, you know, he's a real piece of shit, that guy. I'm not a fan of him. And, um, yeah, that guy, Rojo, no, Rojo, he's a, he's a, he sounds like a real swell guy. Also, uh, uh, fuck those, uh, A24 films. No one really likes them, they're super pretentious. And they're just problems white people would have, you know. Uh, yeah, fuck you guys. They're doing a great. You're doing a great thing. You guys are doing God's work over there. And uh, or get over there. All right. All right. Well, where are you guys from? Get I forgot. All right, guys. Bye, peace. Right. So that's Ralphie from Brooklyn calling uh-huh. in. He was one of our first callers on this bit. And, uh, you know, he's, he's throwing a lot of shade on Max. He says, fuck that guy. Um, he says he likes Rojo a lot. Uh, and he says, I don't like Idaho or Iowa, wherever Max is from. So we have a caller supporting Rojo. So, uh, reading the transcript of Uh, this one, it's um, hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to hear. Well, this next one, I'm reading the transcript of it starts out with what's up, you dirty talk. This is Russell from the Bronx. (laughs) So, a lot of a lot of New York callers. Uh-huh. Let's see. Let's hear this one. What's up, you dirty fucks? This is Rubble from the Bronx calling again. As I'm sitting uh sitting in the car here uh, during my lunch break in this shitty hospital here, and uh, I was with some self reflecting after hearing this episode. I was really thinking about my life and how uh, you know starting uh, beefs with people across the country may not be the best thing. I was thinking about you know maybe I should. Start doing some prayers. Stop calling out people. Stop fucking so much, and, and you know, stop calling out a lady by the name of Glitterquill. I was thinking about doing all this stuff, but then I just said, you know, fuck that. 
I'm going to keep calling out all these motherfuckers, <laughs> especially if they come from lame states like Iowa or Idaho and people that take my goddamn awards. Aside from that, fuck those A24 films. Alexander from Atlanta, Georgia, was talking about them. They're pretentious as fuck. You think you come down here to the Bronx, you think that some shit like Midsummer would happen? Some people would be uh, drugged up and go into a, a fucking farm or whatever the hell it was in Sweden and let themselves get smashed by hammers? Are you fucking kidding me? None of that shit is even possible, remotely possible or relatable. And the fact that uh, the reason was, oh, they're making movies for themselves. Fuck that. If you're making movies for themselves, why even release them to the public? Bunch of bullshit, those A24 films. Not gonna lie, I did like Midsummer. I liked the cinematography and the colors in it. But aside from that, it's just a bunch of white people problems. They know I'm taking part in that shit. Alright, peak, you dirty fuck, but I love you guys. Fuck that Midsummer movie. I like Midsummer, though. I'm starting to think Rojo might not be Irish. <laughs> because he says it's white people problems. And Irish people, last time I checked, pretty white. Yeah. Well, um, uh, and you know, frankly, th- I mean, he says well, this white people problems. If I if I know anything about monitoring social media, being white will not stop you about complaining about white people problems. No, if anything, it amplifies your voice. Right. You know, but but we fortunately enough we have a a, a caller or a, a big super fan from Sweden, Magnus, and he has confirmed that that's that midsummer is just a typical summer in Sweden. Right. He said that multiple times. Uh, I mean, I that was a roller coaster of a voicemail because I was really given second thought. I'm like, maybe, maybe we are wrong for encouraging these diss tracks. Mm-hmm. Like we're, yeah, we're creating turmoil in the world. Right? Isn't there isn't there enough turmoil and and like division in our country? It's a good point. And then he brings it back and we're like, oh yeah, that's great. He's like, fuck these. Oh wait, fuck glitter core and taking my award. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Hey, here's one from Elizabeth. Hey, guys, it's Elizabeth. I was just listening to your My Bloody Valentine review, and I was super excited because I was like, oh, I love this movie. And I started listening to the trailer, and I was like, wait, this isn't the one from, like, 2006 with Jensen Eccles. So I was super confused and very disappointed because I actually kind of enjoyed that movie. But then I got really happy because you guys were using the Lord of the Rings Minds of Moria drop. Like, double A plus for that. Um, super excited. So I just wanted to know, you know, what other nerdy stuff you guys are into like that, like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, give me all that. I'm all about it. So, uh, not super excited about the review cause I'm kind of disappointed, but 10 out of 10 for the, the voice drops. So mm. later. Bye. They call it a mine. A mine. They didn't, she didn't like my Coley drop. Cole. It's it's Coley from Norm. I mean, it's it's not it's not a well known. No, but okay, yeah. I mean, what uh, other what other nerdy stuff are we into, Bryce? <laughs> uh, so uh, nerd culture is like is like pop culture now, so yeah. it's almost intimidating. Like I used to think I was a nerd and keep it under wraps my love of like Star Wars, mm. and now it's like so. It's jumped the shark so hard that it's like, this is weird because as you're explaining this, I was like, I can't relate to what he's saying. And then I'm like, I like my nerdy thing is comic books. Right. And then I'm like, oh, wait, everybody likes Iron Man now. And it's like, right. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. (laughs) 
So, I mean, like, I love, I mean, Star Wars was my absolute favorite. Like, I oh, was, yeah, me too, as a kid. I remember sure. watching the, um, the VHS tapes of the trilogy, the original trilogy, and at the end they had a special feature where it showed George Lucas, like, sitting down to write the prequels, mm-hmm. and I was like, god damn, when are they coming out with those? And that was like... Probably like seven oh, yeah. seven years before uh, episode one came out. I know. Like, it was an eternity. I know. I know. I, I, went, I went to Toys R Us and like, and I was like buying a video game and I was like maybe nine and I was like, oh, Star Wars. Fucking Star Wars. And I, it was a Star Wars game and the guy behind the, in, you know, because it was like a booth in, uh-huh. in Toys R Us. They had all the video games in the booth and, the, and you know, he was like a 20 year old guy working in Toys R Us and he's like, you know, they're making more star wars movies and i was like oh, oh my god oh my fucking god what are you t- what are you t-? you know back when when news came through just other people just randomly right. like it didn't come through the internet and it was it wasn't like everything was announced from on high so i had this like third-hand information from a stranger in toys r us and i and i held on to that like a like like fucking macaulay culkin culkin and elijah wood on that cliff in the good son uh-huh. like i was just like oh a star wars new movies can they be coming out maybe i don't know and then it came out like nine years later yeah like, oh, oh thank god yeah thank you jesus and then it was what it was and I was like, oh. <laughs> which i mean i was still young enough to like yeah. force myself to love episode like, one to, to have to have your fingers in your mouth forcing a smile <laughs> this is fun i like this a lot um I was see the other nerdy thing is that which was impressive and embarrassing back then and now it's like absolutely nothing which was I read the Star Wars books I probably read read like over a dozen yeah like Star Wars novelizations that tell the story after the Return of the Jedi so like the Timothy Zahn novels some of the Kevin J Anderson trilogies mm-hmm. and they all like basically. Other than Timothy's on ones, like they're all basically like, oh, there's another Death Star. There's basically another stand-in for the Death Star, and then they destroy. It. Um, but really, the interesting stuff with what happens with Luke and and uh, was really cool. So I like had like an extended universe. That's knowledge. all not canon anymore now that Disney. Yeah, I know it, right? it's so fucking annoying because like all of my investment in my nerdiness, like my knowledge, is completely moot. Like they they just said nope none of that exists anymore this is the new extended universe and and they like kind of piecemeal stuff back into it but uh-huh. it's not ever going to be the same yeah. so like um what's his name general uh, oh, fuck thron from the timothy timothy zahn movies or Tim, timothy zahn books which is probably one of the most interesting villains in the extended universe they bring him back but i can't imagine they could do him justice but anyways um yeah, I was super into that. Ba- read Star Wars novels back when, like, you could actually keep track of how many there were, mm. <laughs> and then it just spiraled out of control to the point where, like, I can't, I can't keep reading these. And then now there's all the movies, like pop culture, everything with Star Wars. And then the other nerdy thing, like, I was into Spider-Man comics. I was nowhere near like David's level of comic geekdom, but like, I had my phase of of Marvel comic books. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, my, uh, the th- I guess if you're defining nerdy or geeky or whatever it is as, as something you're not necessarily proud of, but you're just incredibly deeply knowledgeable about, uh-huh. 
Mine would have probably have to be uh, music, uh, yeah. like like really extreme forms of metal. Uh-huh. Like I know, I know every metal band that's ever existed, which is down to garage level. Like you know, like and then and then a lot of obscure rap, a lot of obscure techno, a lot of mainstream tech. I love EDM. I, I, I like I listen to a just an inordinate amount of uh of music and mm. so uh i have a lot of knowledge in that regard it, i'm the guy who can understand all the insane lyrics uh-huh. that you no one should be able to hear what he's saying but i can't yeah i mean there's so many like when you talk about nerd culture there's so many like universes now yeah like so many fandoms like harry potter and lord of the rings yeah and yeah star wars and like Marvel stuff. Huge fantasy and sci-fi. Like, I, I've read so much fantasy, you have no idea. But and then and then but now I'm thinking like if it's kind of if, if being a geek is kind of like counterculture ish, then I guess I guess the thing that I'm mo- and you probably too most guilty of is just um kind of like being a family man and like <laughs> and like trying to like be you know, involved with my girls and, yeah. and my it's wife. More, it's more niche to be normcore now. Yeah. To be like, I have a, like a suburban white family with two and a half kids. Right. Like, well, the most obscure thing you can be into. Yes. <laughs> hey, well, you know, it's not cool to make it sound like we're some sort of like, like we're the minority. That's not cool. Well, we're normies and that's. Okay. That's better. The most nerdy and lame thing to be. There you go. Now yeah. now we're back. Okay. We're nerdy and lame. Last voicemail. Hey, guys. This is Amber again. Um, not really calling in about a movie, but uh, I've heard David talk multiple times about, um, you know, his kids, like his daughter's like, sneaking up in his room and just, like, whispering in his ear and scaring the shit out of him. So something happened the other day, and I wanted to tell you guys about it. So my son is eight years old. He was playing upstairs in his room, drawing pictures, whatever. I was downstairs cleaning, and he comes downstairs, and he's like, look, Mom, look what I made. And I'm like, oh, what did you make? He goes, a Ouija board. He hands me this piece of paper that is the legit fucking Ouija board that he made. Now, I haven't really heard you guys talk too much about whether you believe in this stuff or not, but I 100% do. And I was like, hell no. I felt bad because he was so proud of it. I took it out of his hand. I ripped it up, and I, like, prayed while it was in my hands, and then I threw it away. So, yeah. I've seen The Conjuring, too. I'm not really into the whole, you know, kids making their own Ouija boards, because we've seen what can happen. Anyway, thanks, guys. Bye. Mom, I made a new friend called Captain Howdy. We've talked uh, a decent amount about Ouija boards. Yeah. I Probably you're, in you're, the Afterpod. No, I think in, in The Exorcist you talked about it. You, you've talked about it a couple times, I'm pretty sure, which your your stance is basically like Occam's Razor, or yeah. not Occam's, uh, Pascal's Wager, which is like... Why fuck with it? Why risk it? Right. Like, if there's if there's a chance, why take it? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I I have a lot of baggage from like my conservative uh, religious upbringing of like Ouija bad, and uh, and so my ex- my one experience with the Ouija board was, I think I just spooked myself so much. Nothing happened, mm. like nothing interesting or, or weird happened, but I'd heard enough like horror stories of like you had interior talk Ouija boards getting thrown across the room and people like getting possessed for a time that like I was so creeped out by it that I wouldn't like go back into the house yeah like when we came back to it so yeah I mean now I'd probably just be like yeah it's a it's like a board game who the fuck cares I'm gonna default to a little sound drop from the same guy who brings you all this glorious sound clips of am I pregnant am I pregante um who is on (laughs) on on YouTube (laughs) on YouTube JT sex kick is the account on YouTube so here you go what is a Wega board? How do you make a Ouija board? How do you feel about Oiji boards? How to Ojo board works? How we can do plan chit with thought using Ouija board? Yeah. So, and it goes on. And it goes on like that. A uh, Luigi board? A Luigi board? A Luigi board? A <laughs> Luigi board? Hang on. Maybe I can find that specific moment. Here. Oh, wait. That's Wedgie. Oh, here we go. Here it is. Making a Luigi board? Have you played the Luigi board? Can you burn a Luigi board? What is a Luigi board? My friends did a Luigi board. <laughs> Whoa, there's some sort of phone happening. Wow, how, what is that? That's my phone. That's... Yeah, that was actually my phone playing. <laughs> you mean that big clunky thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, we, we'll talk about it on the Afterpod. Okay. Go to patreon.com slash talk to find out what the ringing was. Um... <laughs> Okay. So, good episode. Good, good episode. episode. Thanks for calling in. That number again, if you want to call in, is 682-253-4468. Thanks so much for listening. Um, please, you know, if you like the show, there's a couple really easy things you can do. Yeah. First of all, just share it with a friend. You know, some whoever you go see a horror movie with, or whoever, whoever you drag to a horror movie that doesn't really want to go... Have them listen to the show. Some of them are into it. Some of them like listening to people talk about horror movies, but not necessarily like them. And then they started getting like a secret love about the idea of yeah. seeing horror movies. Yeah. And then they'll go with you more. So and share then the- you come in their pussy and they push it out and then they fart <laughs> it back on you. <laughs> That's our HMT guarantee. <laughs> so share it with a friend. Also subscribe. On all the platforms, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps get us in front of more people. Um, go to HorrorMovieTalk.com for all the links to all the things. I mean, we mentioned it already, but, I mean, let's just go down the line. So we got NightChannels.com. NightChannels.com. HMT at checkout gets you 13% off. Manscaped.com. HMT at checkout gets you 20% off and free shipping. Go to Patreon. Check out the tiers. Sign up. Um, just give us a couple ducats and you'll get a little taste of featured or uh, extra content. Go to our shop on horrormovie.com, buy some t-shirts, uh, stickers, go to our website and click through to Amazon and buy stuff on Amazon. We get a little taste of that. Uh, support Dustin Goebel, support like all those all Dustin those and Max. Yeah, just, just, just be good people and we'll try to be good people to you. I, we have the very best fans, I think. So. Yeah. So we love you. Until next time. See ya. 
Looking for a podcast? Full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat, look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopa chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too, with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave does it. Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rum. Soon kiss, Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Gastritis, knee colostomy, turn Patreons into human centipede. David Doobie Day, scare no no expert, and go with fucks hard, professional sex expert. After pod taglines and porno flicks, American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle, machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona. Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of Poop Monster Kids screaming. Ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 days shudder and jump scares ain't fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. To show them one titty, pretty. Paganism you should worship, they Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shifty ass, they spooky, poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them.